this podcast is titled On Bricks. <laughs> so it's a little bit about um, some shit that's going on in my life. And I figured I would share. Why? Because people are nosy. And I, if I were you, I would want to know because I'm fucking nosy. I get you post all the time. I want to know what's going on. Anyway, um, let me jump into this podcast episode. Um, what's up, people? It's Black Loud Proud, and you're listening to Straight Yak, no motherfucking chaser. So maybe this week there's a little bit of chaser because I went to Chick Fil A. <laughs> I mean, I was right by there because my bank was right by there. So I just had to go to Chick-fil-A. And so, yeah, the Yak got a little chaser this week. It's all good. But anyway, um, don't be late. And don't be late. And don't you come too soon. Anyway, because you are my starship come take me out tonight oh sorry off totally off track but anyway this week's episode on bricks let me tell you first of all it's all types of little dick energy rotating all up and throughout this episode so you know the last time i talked about big dick energy and so this time i want to talk about some little dick energy that i manifested and acted on Silly of me to think that I could ever have you for my... Now, I'm about to sound like I'm in my feelings, but I'm not. Um, So, my life has been running a parallelogram of sorts. Um, And I'm just trying to live my shit like it's golden, you know. I work part-time. I drive Uber when I feel like it, when I need to. You know, bills need to be paid. The nigga's broke. That's, listen, that's why this week's episode is late. Because my bank account is on bricks, okay? And the reason why my bank account is on bricks... <laughs> so let me tell y'all how last Thursday I leave out of my house because I'm like, I need this money. I'm getting to the money everybody man you know that's what i'm thinking i'm gonna get to this money leave out of the house to go drive i'm like today finna be a 200 dollars day like i just paid my car insurance i need money i got other shit i need to do bills i need to pay and money i need to trick off with so i go to leave out of my apartment get to my car and guess what it's on bricks my fucking car on bricks for the second time in the last fucking three weeks like in less than 30 days more specifically 20 days in a 20 day window they stole all four of my tires and left my shit on bricks okay on bricks and when i say on bricks that means like inoperable not able to function totally shut down shit is just so what ended up being a 200 what i thought i was gonna make 200 dollars ends up being i spent more than 200 motherfucking dollars because (laughs) they took the wheels off my car y'all like oh my god you know i'm not riding in a fucking Tesla or no shit like that. I have a Honda Accord. Why do I have a Honda Accord? Because a bitch want kids and a whole family. And I'm just thinking, you know, I don't want a Civic. Like the Civics are really nice, but I don't want a Civic because you can't really put no car seats and be a grown ass person in the front seat with a Civic. 
I don't know how me amigos do that shit, but I can't do that. I like to be comfortable. I'm not that tall, but I drive with my seat all the way back. Like the driver's seat is all as far as that motherfucker can go back. So my Honda Accord with the factory wheels, second time in less than 20 motherfucking days that they took my wheels, y'all. I'm thinking I'm about to make some motherfucking money and nope my car is on bricks and it's crazy because i called the insurance company i was talking i had to talk to like thirty-three thousand people because state farms fucking phones was on bricks on the day that my fucking car was on bricks and <laughs> so i'm talking to all these people but anyway i talked to one specific sister and um i was like sis i like not only did they not only did they take my wheels but they broke my fucking window right and I'm thinking, oh my God, like, damn, my shit, like, not the world is over, but like, damn, I'm on bricks again. So I called the lady, I'm talking to her and I'm just like, fam, I can't go seven to 10 business days without a fucking window. What the fuck? Cause in my mind, I drive for Uber, bitch. I got to have a whole window. Anyway, I didn't tell her that. Don't y'all tell them that. Um... For reasons. But anyway, the reason that we're here. So, car on bricks. I'm talking to the sister. She's like, yeah, you just need to take it into. She made, oh, black women rock. She made a way out of no fucking way, right? So, I'm just like, yeah, I can't wait that long. She's like, hold on, let me see what I can do. She was like, okay. So, you know, Miss Black, I needed you to take it to the shop and get an estimate. I was like, sis, I can't take it to the shop because I don't have any wheels. And she was like, what? I was like, like, I don't have any wheels on my car. She laughed. And she was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. It's not funny. I'm like, yeah, it's OK. I've laughed a thousand times. It's funny as shit. Like, my car is literally outside on bricks. <laughs> on bricks. Like, I wasn't even mad that she laughed because, first of all, she made a way out of fucking no way for me to get my window, like, in no time. And then, secondly, like... It's, it's fucking material things, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I know that this is just part of, you know, people responding to the system that we live in. Like, y'all know I'm a fucking city girl. 305, ghetto booty, slim waist. Anyway, I listen to city girls all motherfucking day. And I watched their documentary last week. If you don't, if you're, if you like a little bit of ratchet fun with your friends, City Girls is for you, sis. And for some of you boys. Some of y'all are city boys as well. So I watched City Girls documentary last week. I feel like it was Wednesday, like the night before they took my wheels and left my shit on bricks. I watched the City Girls documentary. One of the things that JT, free my nigga JT, J, free JT until she free. So JT says in the documentary that yes, you know, she's going to, you know, fed, she doing fed time for fraud crimes and she was like people ask me what I do it again and she was just like I don't know and then she was like yeah cause who wanna be broke and so it's like niggas actually I don't even I, I don't, I'm not even sure if it's niggas and you know black folks our assumption would be like oh they taking wheels off of a Honda you know who did that but that's neither here nor there whoever took my wheels I'm sure they bro- they're broke and they don't want to be broke and in their mind they like this bitch got it yes my car looks good and it be clean but that doesn't mean that I got it that just means a bitch out here busting her ass a little bit longer hence for this late ass podcast this week but that's neither here nor there not 
Holly is my fucking car sitting on bricks, y'all, but this weekend. So I know a lot of people who probably don't listen to my podcast, who probably never really watch my Instagram lives or probably watching because they want to know how the fuck did Black Loud Proud get played in her D? Not get played, but play her motherfucking self. I played myself. I played myself this weekend in my DMs. I don't know what kind of scam callers are calling me, but baby, I ain't got nothing for y'all to take. Look at Cat, Cat Branchman, you all. She's here because she wants to know how did Black Loud Brow play herself, play herself in her motherfucking DMs. So follow me now. <laughs> Not only is my car sitting on bricks last week, and the outcome of that was I got it worked out because I'm a boss ass. I'm a boss ass bitch, 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 bitch. Listen, I get shit done. It's just like whatever got to be done, I got to fucking do it. So it was done. It's finished. So car on bricks, off bricks. Feelings so deep in my feelings my feelings on bricks unable to operate (laughs) not able to do any motherfucking thing right so Tyrone pick which one I'm not giving it a number I'm not giving any indication of which fucking Tyrone it is pick one Tyrone I love this y'all don't hear me talk about people much because most people don't affect me like that. And the people that do, um, I keep them way somewhere over there. Um, but love this black man. Okay, let me let me just clear it up. If anybody was wondering, maybe she's one of those black, you know, pride pages that date white. I don't. <laughs> He's black. He's black as fuck. Tyrone. I love him, right? love 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 him and I have for quite some time and it's been a minute since um we've talked for multiple reasons I guess and um I don't know I've been missing him like crazy and actually I don't anymore because <laughs> that's how fucking hard I played myself in my DMs this weekend so I've been missing him like Mary J. Blige crazy. And um I decided, you know, like, you know how does anybody else follow their horoscopes and shit? So I'm so I'm like week weekend before last, I'm ready to break down. Like I know I had just recorded a whole podcast about big dick energy, but I had little dick energy sitting up in my room and I was like, yo, I wanna hit this nigga up. Talking to my best friend and he says well, what does your horoscope say? Like, read our horoscopes for today. Fam, I read my horoscope, and my horoscope literally said, hit him up, girl, hit him up. And I was like, <clears throat> big dick energy. Uh, No, we're not hitting him up. Anyway, I was in some little dick feelings this past weekend, and I said, you know what? What the hell? Pride, ego, all of those things aside, hit, hit him up. Just hit him up and tell him how you feel, girl. So I sent it to his DMs, y'all. And I said, no, you cannot trust those horoscopes, uh, cat. No, nah. Don't trust a horoscope. Don't trust it. Because white people are probably behind it and they're trying to destroy you and break you down. <laughs> 
Anyway, slid into his DMs, y'all. I miss you. Period. Period. Y'all know I'm a city girl, so period. I miss you. Period. He sent back an emoji like. <laughs> he sent back an emoji like. I don't even know how to interpret it. Like, I think I'm too old to like really interpret like the emojis and what they mean besides like laughing. Like, I know that means like laughing, but like what the fuck else? He sent an emoji that's like, hold on, let me, let me, you know, I got my other phone up here to those of you on the live. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to show you the DM because <laughs> of course I got to slice dice and interpret that thing. Right. Y'all ain't going to know how bad that nigga broke me down. Well, actually he didn't break me down. I'm not even broken. Like for real, seriously, no bullshit. Uh, it was just a moment of clarity for me, but I definitely fucking played myself. So he sent the emoji, right? And... I can't even show y'all because technical difficulties. My old iPhone acting fucking slow. Bullshit ass. So, slid it to the DMs. I miss you. He sent the face back. And I said, Welp. Because <laughs> he's just like, shit, I put myself all the way out there. Welp. And so, his response to that was something along the lines of, like, you could have been talking to me, um, but you haven't. And yeah girl thank you this had living savage listen i had to rechannel all of my big dick energy and wear this hat for the last few days to lift myself up off these bricks that my feelings were sitting on for like 17 minutes 30 minutes at the max i had to just snap out of that shit like i didn't let it drag me down but i put myself out there I said, I miss you. And then he was like, well, you miss me now. What? And I wasn't prepared for that. So I, you know, I went, I said, I don't know. You tell me. He said, I have no clue. And so, you know what? Talk to a friend. A friend was like, well, you could have been more clear. You know, that may have been confusing that you just popped up out of the middle of nowhere and said, I miss you. I was like, you know what, girl, you're right. I sent the DM back. I was like, you know, because I went to Howard, I want to send the essay. But you know what? Because I went to Howard, I'm just going to be short and succinct. I miss you. Translation, I miss the space that we once shared. I care for you. I care for you. So why don't you care for me like I care about you? I should have I should have responded back and said, no, I'm just kidding. I don't even care if you care for me like I care about you or not. But um seriously, I don't. Um, because when you tell somebody you love them or you care for them, you're not supposed to tell them with the expectation that they tell you back. It was more of a like, this shit had been sitting like I was just like, I love you, I care for you, I miss you. And those things have been sitting heavy on me because I have, if I'm being honest, right? And so his response was some laughing emojis and whatever he said after that, it didn't even matter. This nigga laughed. Whatever our interactions were in the past and what I said then combined, those powers combined and that nigga sent me some laughing emojis and my, yeah, every, you, (laughs) listen, you can't, you about to make me open. I'm going to have an offline conversation with you because yes, everyone does know 
what I miss you means. Um, sometimes I miss you mean I miss fucking you because I definitely have an ex of mine that I don't want to be with and am not missing in like a romantic or sweet way. But if I could, I would be like, I want to fuck on you because I do. And that's it. And we can go back about our business and not talk like we like we typically don't. Um, but I, I yeah, I definitely got definitely got my feelings set on bricks for like a uh, few minutes. And then I shook it off. Why? Because when I pour, when I put myself out there and I made myself vulnerable, um, I didn't have any expectation, right? So None at all. Um, girl, I know he missing me. That's the thing. Like, yes, he like, yes, he definitely missed me for whatever reason. He chose to be in IGGA and that's fine because some shit is just not meant to me. But I felt like, girl, just put yourself out there. You know, life is short. You do love the nigga and been rolling around here in these streets feeling, you know, some type of way. But I was, I really found release in that. You know what I mean? Like it was a very mature moment for me because like I've talked about it before on how, you know, I struggled with mental health issues and like a lot of my twenties, like I just was not able to communicate in my romantic and even some of my platonic relationships to just be like, Hey, this is how I feel. Um, and feel safe in doing that. I always thought so much about what the outcome may be like, Oh my God, if I say this, they may, you know, not react in the way that I want them to, but that's not real. The freeing thing for me was like, well, shit, nigga, I said what I said. I've demonstrated. I've verbally told you what it is. And you wanted to send laughing emojis and sit my feelings on bricks for a minute. And probably because I've said his feelings on bricks before. And that's fine. Tip for motherfucking tat, I guess. But... I'm not even mad that I did that shit, y'all. I'm I'm not. I'm not mad that I did it at all. I feel free. Um, I'm sugar free. Yes, and fuck nigga free because I feel like. Now I'm not gonna say I feel like a, only a fuck nigga would do some shit like that. It's a lot of reasons why somebody would do something like that, but I definitely, you know, people. You know, and I also decided today that I'm going to go out into the world and get these hoes that people think I have. Like, people are like, oh, I know you. I know you. And, like, during periods that I've, that I've been celibate for a long time, people have assumed that I'm just fucking on somebody, I guess. Um, and, I, and I haven't been. And people are like, oh, I know you got, oh, I don't. But I'm going to go out in this season and get these hoes everybody thinks I have. I don't know how many they think I have, but I'm, um, what did you want from him? I, you know, I actually didn't want anything. Um, I didn't want anything in like, a um, not like when I initially said, I miss you. I really wasn't sure how he would respond to be honest. Like I was, but I wasn't, it really didn't matter. It was like, it literally had been sitting on me so heavy that I just wanted to release it. Um, and I knew that I could fall flat on my face, um, in that because you know, 
Niggas be here today, married tomorrow. So he could have been like, uh, I got a whole wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Because one, I'm not one of those people that, um, that lurk on social media because I think lurking, let me, matter of fact, let me stop and put this whole episode on bricks and speak to somebody, somebody out there, brother, sister, one of y'all need to hear this. Don't go lurking on people's page because lurking is the best way to hurt your own feelings. Because when people lurk, I've watched, I've observed. It's just never been my thing ever, 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 ever. Cause I don't be wanting to know shit on like, I'm nosy as fuck. But like, if I love you, I'm concerned about you, want to be with you, been with you or whatever the case may be. I'm not trying to climb into your business um, to know what's going on. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. If you creep, if you creeping or doing what I don't want to know, I'm not one of those go through your phone. Slide. Actually, I I like the concept of separating um, relationships online because sometimes people misconstrue like things like on social media. So people will be like, oh, you got all them followers. I know people will be blowing up your DMs. My DMs be lit, but it don't be lit with the shit that people think is in there. And if it was... I'm probably not receptive because I just think I'm too good for like, I mean, this is, I'm not saying, (laughs) yes, fuck that. I'm going to be unapologetic in my shit. I'm too good for a lot of shit. Um, I'm above like putting up with a lot of bullshit. I'm above mediocre sex and romance and dating, like all that half-ass stepping I'm above that shit. So no, I, 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 yeah, I, any extra activity in my DMs, I pretty much ignore it because you're like, I enjoy being by myself. And like, if you can't be as fucking dope as I am and pour into me the way that I pour into you, I don't want you. I don't want you. So, you know, whereas, you know, when I was younger, you know, I might see something and be like, oh, yeah, you know, what's up? I'm not like that anymore because I don't want to be fucking and sucking and then you're bad in bed. And most people are. And even if they're not bad, they're mediocre. Women be out here mad in love with niggas with mediocre sex. Same little ropes, routines. I'm not one of those girls. Not at all. Not at all. So lurking, stop it. Just don't do it. So I had no idea what was going on on his end. Lurking, not healthy. Lurking, you ain't nothing healthy. Yes. Never good for me. Lurking is never healthy. You will not succeed. It's like going through people's phones. Like I see like little memes and shit, people making jokes. So I hear overhear people or even, you know, some people I know I love like y'all crazy lurking, going through folks phones, searching through their shit. When you lurk, when you search, you will find something that may very well be absolutely nothing. But I know it's, it's happened to me. Like, um, one of my exes that I've went back and forth with for like 3000 centuries, um, hit me on some shit. Like, Oh, I saw you with a picture of, um, I saw you in a picture with such and such on Facebook. And I thought y'all was together. You made that up. It was a friend photo. Damn. You with nobody still think about your ugly ass. Anyway, no lurking. 
it's no good. And I mean, sometimes your car just be on bricks. Sometimes your feelings be on bricks. Jack that shit up. (laughs) Slap some wheels. Slap some sense into your motherfucking self and get up off your goddamn feelings, man. Like I had to because I can't even be mad. That's why I didn't say, oh, he played me in my DMs. No, I played myself because that was a weak move on my behalf, right? Um, Because like my homegirl Kat just said, you know, power plays and moves that people like be doing. And it's like, I gave you the leg up to do some shit like that. And that's cool. It's really cool. Like no bullshit. Um, it was closure for me, y'all like closure. Um, and sometimes, you know, that whole concept and therapy and online and memes, like sometimes you got to find closure by yourself. I be reading that shit. I be listening to that shit. And I think to myself, Bitch, how the fuck am I supposed to find this shit on my own? I need to talk this shit out with the motherfucker that I feel like I need some closing from. But now that was it. Um, I, you know, like he, so when he, so when I said what I said, when I said it, um, his response was just the laughing emojis and something along the lines of like, I've been here before or, you know, some shit like that. And to him, that's just like, girl, I'm, I'm sick of going merry go round with your ass. I guess. I don't know. Um, and his feelings and his thoughts are valid as fuck. If that's the way he saw it, that's what's up. Um, and I saw it a lot of different ways. Um, but I was joking. It's so interesting how nosy people are though, because typically when I say, Hey, check out my podcast, people don't like my posts. And they don't be paying me no attention. But the moment I'm just like, let me tell y'all how I got played in my DMs. Everybody like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? Y'all ain't right. But even black, loud, proud get played sometimes. Not even just out here in these DMs. Clearly on the streets. But it's nothing personal because, y'all, if you listen to this shit right now, let me just say something that has been on my heart every motherfucking day and I keep forgetting to post online. If you have a car... Please make sure all of your lights are working. So many times I see people, they got a tail light out, a headlight out. We're black. First of the month, end of the month, any motherfucking day or reason, the police are always ready to pull a nigga over. Nobody want to be on bricks on the side of the road. <laughs> inoperable, quote unquote, not literally on bricks, but nobody want to be on the side of the road. Stop because the police saw you and you ain't got no headlight. You ain't got no tail light. Matter of fact, when I see people, um, when I see people like black people, I try to pull up on them at the light. Matter of fact, um, I was in a shopping center one day and I saw, I was like, Oh, that's a, that, that's a black dude. Okay, cool. I whipped around, pulled up next to him, rolled my window down. And I was like, bro, do you know your, um, your headlight is out? You know what I'm saying? Like I try to tell black people because that's a little petty shit that we can get stopped for. And y'all know goddamn well, we never know how a police stop will begin or fucking end. Um, so if I can help it, I'm always encouraging people, you know, to, to get their shit. If I see it in real life, I'm going to say something. Um, but online I've literally been meaning to like, if you're listening to this right now, stop and tell a friend. Also tell yourself that you need to go check your lights on your car because that's one less thing. The cops can be fucking with us about, you know what I'm saying? Um, I digress. I forgot why I got into this whole diatribe about 
fucking lights on the car. But please definitely go check that shit out. Like who wants to be stopped because you ain't got no fucking light. And I think it's a ticket. Don't nobody got time for no fucking tickets. That's why people like, um, I got a security system installed on my car. And somebody was like, oh, they, oh, the dudes, cause you know, I'm a woman. They were like, do you know you got a turbo? I was like, yeah, I know. And they was like, oh shit. I was like, listen, I drive the speed limit. I get enough parking tickets. One parking ticket is enough for me. I don't want to pay no fucking tickets. Can I, can I hit the gas on you hoes? Yes. Yes, I can. And leave y'all ass in the dusk. But why would I do that when I risk a ticket, especially in the DC, Maryland, Virginia, like nah, not so much Virginia white folks. They like, fuck that. But in DC and Maryland, like there are speed cameras, traps all over the roads, highways, this, that, and the third. I don't speed. Not a speed demon. I drive the speed limit. So why was somebody? Oh, I know what I was getting to. If you live in the DC, Maryland area, just know that niggas, white folks, Migos, somebody is taking wheels off of Hondas and Camrys. And they're also taking airbags, right? And when the first cop told me that, like a month ago, and was like, yeah, you know, they've been hitting people for wheels. And people, when I say wheels, I don't know what the fuck people think, but I mean like my tire and my rims, they're taking them. And, um factory rims at that they're taking them hoes right and so when i talked to the officer he was like y'all know the only time i talk to the fucking police is when i need a police report for an insurance claim any other time fuck the police i feel like that all the time that is exactly why i have this tattoo f12 fuck the police i will always feel that way always and forever Say fuck the police Cause them pigs ain't shit to me Oh Every day Fuck the police in every way Fuck the cops Period So Yeah, the cop told me that It's still in wheels and airbags and when he said it i was like what he was like yeah airbags because apparently you can get two three four hundred dollars off a fucking airbag so they take in motherfucking tires wheels whole all four leaving shit on bricks and be careful get wheel locks and not the ones that come with your honda or your toyota but like aftermarket wheel locks um when i was at the dealer get my window fixed the other day he recommended i kind of don't want to tell y'all because i'm paranoid um yeah hit me up on the side because if i like know you're a real person i'll tell you i'm i'm paranoid okay they hit my shit twice in 20 days paranoid not finna tell you what kind of wheel locks they are but they are not honda locks bitch if you out there listening and you got my motherfucking wheels they not i don't have honda locks no more and i'm finna have the ultimate lock for that ass in just a few minutes soon as i get my money soon as i get home with all the money you will never get my wheels again bitch but Nah, it's real shit happening out here in these streets. Um, tell a friend if you know anybody in D.C., Maryland area. Bitch, they taking wheels. 
So, yeah, like I've been I've been going through some things, and I be seeing memes like, oh. People never tell you when they're having bad times. They only tell you when they're having good. Listen, I'm not afraid to be like, yeah, I ain't got it. Or, you know, this happened to me. Or, yeah, I'm on antidepressants. Or, I'm not right now. I'm in I'm in a pretty good space. My therapist is the shit. If you have been considering therapy or even not considering therapy, I'm going to encourage you to definitely go to therapy all black people need therapy you need it you don't even realize you need that shit but you fucking need it trust me especially when you out here shooting um shots and on brick in the text message you need a fucking therapist to help you work that thing out and you know what's funny um that ex of mine, not even ex, that person um, that I want, question mark, shared a space with, um, was actually a line on what I'm going to talk about in therapy um, in my next appointment, but I don't need to because I worked it out. I might just tell my therapist how I feel better um, about things and how I got shit off my chest and process that accordingly. And I mean, you know, like just because someone doesn't agree with you or respond in the way that you expect them to um, doesn't mean that they're a bad person. Um, It doesn't have to be a negative thing. It could be because I went from negative to positive and it's all good. Um... But yeah, definitely got my feelings on bricks in that goddamn DM this weekend. <sighs> shot a whole shot and blocked. That nigga tumbled my ass. <gasps> I'm going to call him. He's not even Tyrone no more. He's Matumbo. But like I said, I got some closure. So y'all won't even be hearing about Matumbo no more. Y'all going to be hearing about all my hoes. Break it. Because... I'm literally about to go out here and get all of these hoes. People think that I have. I am. I'm I'm feeling encouraged to any brother or sister out there that's listening who can relate to me when I say I'm tired of people assuming that I have all of these hoes that I don't have. I'm going to go and get those hoes that they think I have, all of them. All zero of them. I'm going to fill a whole bench. How many people sit on the bench? Well, I guess it depends on what the situation is because niggas, we will make room for 13 people on the bench if we can. But life is life and life comes at you fast. And one of the things that I learned in my mid twenties that I take with me and I try to remind people around me that I know and love and just people in general, more specifically black people, um, that if it ain't one thing, it's a motherfucking another, especially being black, right? There's always something, always something that's happening. You know what I mean? Like one, one more money, more problems, one problem, another, like one solution and three more problems will manifest the best thing that you could do for yourself is learn how to cope with life because that shit come at you fast you know what i'm saying like life comes at you fast and will leave your shit on 
bricks <laughs> real quick. <laughs> It'll leave your car on bricks. It'll leave your heart on bricks. It'll leave your checking account on bricks. Um, your spiritual self on bricks. And so you have to like be cognizant and we have to um, strengthen, build, I don't know what the term would be, our emotional intelligence. We have to grow in that and really like develop some real life coping mechanisms because shit is just going to come after you one after another, one after another, one after another. And so it's like so much shit has been happening. My bank account been laughing at me. So I've been out here beating these streets and trying to get this money. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like my podcast episode didn't drop when it when it came because of a bunch of when it was supposed to because of a bunch of shit that happens but it's like you know what princess day late still not a dollar short because i'm always on motherfucking time you know what i'm saying and um here i am it's wednesday i've never ever recorded a podcast on wednesday and like actually i probably have but i've never dropped an episode on a wednesday because i've been like trying to be consistent to tuesday but you know what life comes at you fast adjust adapt keep it motherfucking moving sometimes your shit be on bricks Y'all literally on bricks. Just you know, like, and it's crazy because the first time it happened, even the second time, I'm sure my mother told my whole family, and y'all know how this go. When your mama tell all your goddamn business, and so my mother calls me, she puts me on Facetime, she panning me around the room. Two of my aunts are there, and my one aunt, y'all know that aunt that's always vocal, loud, wrong, and fucking strong. She was like, So, damn, I almost told y'all my name. My family calls me Princess because that's my real name and what I prefer. She's like, So, Princess, how did you feel when you walked outside and your car was on bricks? <laughs> And I don't even know what the fuck I said to her because I'm just like, what? Like, nigga, how would you feel you walk outside and your goddamn Tahoe was on bricks? Shit. I felt like a brick. Like, <laughs> brick house. <laughs> Them mighty, mighty Power Rangers came through and stole my wheels in the me in the heat of the night. For the second time in less than 30 days, 20 days apart, boom, boom, eight tires behind me. Somebody is riding high and I am so happy for them. I mean, at the end of the day, who want to be broke? Nobody. Like I, I feel that shit literally. When I walked outside and my shit was on bricks, I felt that shit. Actually, you know what? I was so calm the second time that it happened because it's material things don't mean shit to me. It's just material things. You know what I'm saying? Like, granted, that shit stopped my money flow for the day because I definitely just knew I was finna make me 200 motherfucking dollars. And then, boom, ain't no wheels. (laughs) But... (laughs) it's all good because I have a dope ass support system and that's what you need in life and a lot of people be like I ain't got no support don't nobody be supporting me you a motherfucking lie 
Black people support the fuck out of shit. You just ain't found either you're lying because you're not like aware and cognizant of all the people that are around you supporting you and blessing you and you unfucking grateful, which a lot of people are. Like, y'all know I'm a giving person and I care. When I say I care, I fucking care. So I be looking out, taking, helping, giving. I give so much of myself that I have struggle with saying no you know what I'm saying and so I can sit and watch somebody that I've helped and uplifted and it ain't even gotta be like monetarily just like or financially it could just be like spiritually or you know like whatever the case is like baby I've been supporting you forever and a motherfucker will sit right in your face or on the phone or in a comment under somebody's post and be like yeah man don't nobody be supporting me you a motherfucking lie. You a lie. Most people be lying when they say they ain't got no support. And then once you start supporting them, you realize why they shouldn't have support. Um, But support systems, that is a huge coping mechanism. When I walked outside, my shit was on bricks. Like I'm paranoid. And I, and you know, I would have posted the picture on social media and all of that shit. But like I said, I'm super paranoid, which is the reason why I just chose to speak about it right here in this space. Like, um, paranoid. Not that, I mean, I'm a great person. And sometimes I wonder, maybe I'm not as great as I intend to be because the road to hell was paid with good intentions, right? But I am. And it was affirmed to me the other day. I was sitting with one of my really good friends. She was like, I've never mentioned your name in a space. And people had something bad to say about you. Like, people think you're dope. You know, whatever. I really don't give a fuck what people think. Um, Like, well, if they think I'm dope. But I do care about people thinking that um, I'm a well-meaning, caring, loving, real, truthful-ass person. Like, that matters to me because... I work hard on this shit. It's a fucking process. You know what I'm saying? Like therapy is a process. Not only is a process, but a process money. You know what I'm saying? Like I work hard on me emotionally, financially, spiritually, all of those things. So those, so that means something, but support systems, man, they're like super important. So like the people that I chose to confide in about that moment were just automatically like, well, if you need us to, you know what I'm saying? Like get you back on wheels since we got you. And I'm like, yo, that, that means everything. You know what I mean? And it's like, I didn't necessarily need their help like that. Um, but you also, sometimes some of us who are like me, we struggle to accept help and support from people. Bitch, you need help. Nigga, you need help. And it's okay to accept help sometimes when it's offered. Like, really think about that thing. Like, do you really need the support? Like, it's okay if you do. Um, I fortunately didn't. Um, uh, but if I walk outside right now on my way to work and my shit is on bricks, <laughs> I might need that help <laughs> that motherfuckers offered me a few days ago. Um, but life will put your shit on bricks. Let that be the takeaway from this specific episode of Straight Light, Straight Yak. Straight Yak and Chick-fil-A, half and half. Amen. Um, Life will put your shit on bricks and it's okay. 
It's not the end of the motherfucking world. Support systems are everything. Um, but also make sure you're worthy to be supported. Cause nobody owes you shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you literally reap what you sow in this world. And so like when I laugh and I joke about getting how I play myself in my DMs, I'm sure there's a bit of, um, that response that I received from Tyrone. Um, like some of that was probably on me. Some of that might've been some shit that I sold and I had to reap it. And it came in a fucking, some laughing emojis after I said, I miss you. I care for you. And I fucking love you. Um, but Hey, it is what it fucking is. Um, moving along, lining the holes up. <laughs> Actually, I got a message right now that I need to respond to. As soon as I get off this motherfucking live. What's up? Shout out, let me know what's up with it. Won't you let a real thug kitty? Anyway, y'all, it's been real. This episode is relatively short. Um, not really. This is probably about the link it's supposed to be. But um I just really wanted to like be like since I since I decided I was gonna be vulnerable and jump off in a motherfucking DM just to play myself. I figured why not be vulnerable on this episode? You know, I'm going through some shit. It's all good. My head is high. Um, my shit is back on off the bricks on the wheels. Um, and I was able, I'm man growth. When I tell y'all, I'm so excited that I was able to take that little L in the DM and, um, process it accordingly. I don't harbor any negative feelings towards Tyrone. I appreciate his honesty or lack thereof. Um, that whole interaction helped me process some shit that I've been needing to process for quite some time. And it's okay. Like being vulnerable, it's okay. You just have to be um, mindful with the things that you do. You know what I'm saying? Like going into being vulnerable. You know what I mean? Like what are your expectations? Like interestingly enough, I'm going to take this as a lesson and apply it to something that I've been working on in therapy, which is my relationship with my mother. And I'm just going to be, you know, since I'm on a roll, since I'm rolling, (laughs) rolling on a river of vulnerability. I'm going to hit my mama up and say some shit that I've been working on in therapy um, and air out. And I'm going to like clear the air of any expectation and process those things accordingly, just like I did that to you. It's okay, sis. It's okay, bro. Because I know goddamn well I'm not the only person that played themselves in somebody's DM. I'm not the only one. I'm not the only one. Maybe it wasn't a DM. Maybe it was an inbox or, you know, maybe it was an SMS. Maybe it was a fucking iMessage. I don't know. You've been played before. We all have. It's all, it's all right. I'm, I'm all right. Um, really truthfully. Cause if I wasn't, I wouldn't be sharing it. I'd be crying. I'd be over here like life Jennings. <laughs> be over here like life jennings we cry go on and cry cry yeah i didn't cry um there's nothing there's nothing to cry about um just take the little bump on the chin every now and then and move on you know what i mean like it's not that deep life will put that ass on bricks but make sure you have the structure to support you and 
to support yourself in moving forward. Coping mechanisms are everything. And yes, Dr. Miller, there is strength in vulnerability and closed hearts don't get loved. And you know, I think it was like probably love Jones or some goofy ass shit. Actually, you know, actually, let me back up. I'm going to tell y'all this real quick. I'm going to be late for work, but that's nothing new. Um, I drew a blink, a blank, but yet typically puts me back. Um, nope, that didn't, that didn't help. That didn't work. Vulnerability. Um, I was going to backtrack and say what? Um, oh, y'all know how this shit started. I was being vulnerable with an ex of mine and who is actually one of my like best friends in the whole wide world right and so sometimes it's hard to maneuver through that space with someone I have so much history with and you know like whatever but anyway it had been a minute since we talked because my ex was being petty but of course you'll come back around because I'm that back around um and we were talking about, you know, like maturely about some of the things that, you know, like we experienced how wild my 20s was. Jesus, I will put that in a podcast, but y'all might tell my mama. No, no way. No how. Uh-uh. So I was talking about how in the past I didn't care if I went back with my ex and what people thought. So like, you know, like it was never an issue to be like, yeah, so we back, you know, in the thick of it or whatever. Um, I, whatever pride and ego I was able to put aside because like love, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I love you and I love you unconditionally. And yeah, it may be foolish, but I really don't give a fuck what other people think. And so I took that same energy no, this is somebody else. So I took that same energy and jumped into the DM. Like, why not be vulnerable? Like, just be honest. Just put it out there. Just say what it is. Say what you need to say. I took that energy. Like, yeah, I might look stupid. Yeah, I might get str- like, maybe it might be screenshotted and sent around the world for the whole world to hear. But you know what? I don't give a fuck because... Yeah, run, tell that. Tell somebody that I fucking love you. And despite it all, like, I'm still willing to put myself out there and be vulnerable about it, Um, regardless of what the outcome is. Like, so that's how, that's how I got, that's how I end up diving into that shit because I was talking to my really good friend about some things from our past relationship. And I was like, I didn't give a fuck before. I shouldn't give a fuck now. I should just jump. I should just jump right into the, right on the bricks. And I did. Um, would I encourage you to do so? No. Um, not if you can't do it intelligibly. Um, but dear friends, I on bricks, life will put that ass on bricks it put me on bricks got wheels processed my feelings quickly and I'm able to move through it and I don't um yeah man Dr. Miller you is on it Ah, you need a podcast 
that's the key. Don't be attached to the outcome. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think a lot of times, you know, we create so many anxieties within ourselves and like in situations because we are attached to the outcome. Don't be attached. Detach yourself from it because sometimes you just got to put whatever, however, out there and and let it be. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times, matter of fact, a lot of times we put our goals and our dreams on bricks because we're too focused on the outcome. Stay present in the process and the outcome, whatever that may be, will come. But if you putting in and putting in that work in the presence, I'm sure you'll get the desired outcome. It may not be as fast as you want it to be, which is, again, why you should detach yourself from the outcome. Don't put your, yes, Dr. Miller, come on in the tail end and bring this shit in home. Don't focus on the outcome. Detach yourself from the outcome and focus on what it is that needs to be done. Because you don't want to just put your dreams on fucking, you know, on bricks. And it's like, maybe I had a little bit of Love Jones dream in my mind. Like, we went back and forth, like, Nina and Darius and shit. And now, you know, P and Tyrone finna come back around. And because this love thing is urgent than a motherfucker. And it didn't happen that way. And that's all right. It's a bunch of other hoes out here that I'm finna get that's gonna love me for me. You know what I'm saying? Um, but be vulnerable. It's okay. There's strength in that shit. But don't be out here just ignorant and vulnerable. Because you know, it's some somebody right now is listening to this shit thinking, maybe I should hit Keisha up. Or maybe I should hit up James. No, you shouldn't. And you know it. <laughs> this is not a sign for you to go back into some bullshit. Okay? It's not. Don't use straight yak like, yeah, you know, I should. No, you shouldn't. Everything ain't meant to be put on bricks. <laughs> Some shit need to be left on bricks, okay? But um, this is not your sign, sis. This is not your sign, sir. <laughs> you know you don't need to go back down certain fucking roads and... It just took me to dive into that face first, into that DM, boop, to realize that I don't need to go back down that road. And no negative feelings or anything like that. Um, I would say something else that's incredibly petty, but for the last four or five years, I've been striving to be not petty. So just in case he's watching or, you know, Someone he sent. I'ma hold what I really want to say that's super petty back because growth. Growth. Anyway, black people, I love y'all. Stay off them bricks, fam. <laughs> Don't put your shit on bricks. <laughs> Don't be like me. It's but if you get put on bricks, it's cool. Follow the steps. You'll be good. I love y'all. Until next week, I'm out. Peace.